Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Investing from A to Z podcast. I'm your host, Steph Bodrini. This podcast is for everyone who wants to be part of our real estate family and learn commercial real estate investing from A to Z. I'll be sharing with you tips for real estate investing while being mentored by a few people with several years of experience so that you and I can make the least amount of mistakes as possible and succeed a lot faster. My goal is to keep things very straightforward because I value your time and you are here to learn. With that, in the last episode, we learned how is retail performing during these times, as well as how to project revenue for your retail projects. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you a bunch of ideas on how to get your commercial real estate investing career started. So I'm already seeing a bunch of properties come back to my inbox with an email subject of quote unquote major price reduction. And I see this more and more, especially compared to the last few years. And the time is coming for everyone that has been preparing So I'm going to give you a few ideas on how you can get started from scratch and also a few ideas on how to get going on that first deal. And you can take one idea or a few ideas, but just make sure that you're not all over the map trying to do everything at once with no focus. So I'll start with the very beginning all the way to when you have your first property under contract. Here we go. There are a lot of ways that you can get started investing with or without money. Obviously, if you don't have money, it may take some time for you to purchase your first property. And that is totally okay. Because if it takes two years, two years from now, you will either have your first property or you're not gonna have your first property. So might as well go ahead and start, even if it takes a couple of years. And know that all of this is very much necessary for you to learn really the ins and outs of real estate investing. So here are some ways for you to get started with your career. Number one, you can become a commercial real estate agent. And here you can either sell properties or you can be a leasing agent and lease properties out. When you become a real estate agent and you start working for a broker, they should guide you and educate you in the right direction. Plus the fact that you have other agents in the brokerage firm to learn from and ask questions from. Number two, you can start working for a real estate investment firm. I once met someone that literally started as a secretary and worked her way up to a partner of a real estate investment firm. So there is really no shame in starting from zero and starting at the bottom, even if Right now, you have a very nice, fancy, cushy corporate job. Changing careers is completely okay. Yes, you may take a salary cut, 
But if you are good, you will always rise up. To give you an example, a few years ago, I had a startup that I created and worked on day and night, seven days a week for three years. And guess what? That startup failed and I needed to get a job. I wanted to get a job in sales, which is what I had done before. And since I was a founder with a ton of experience with my own company, I really didn't want to start, you know, as a junior salesperson. And so I applied for the more senior level, the one that I really, really wanted. And obviously nobody wanted me. And I said, okay, fine. I will start from the bottom and show them how good I am so that I can get the job that I wanted. And one of the companies finally decided to hire me as a junior salesperson. And I showed them my work ethic and my performance was really good. And within eight months, I got promoted to the job that I initially wanted. So there are a lot of ways in the real estate investing world that you can add value even if you start at the bottom. For example, a lot of smaller firms and family offices don't take advantage of any technology. What if you start being the face of the company online? What if you create the company's online presence? And also, what if you start finding ways that they can improve their properties, their revenues, their management with the use of technology? I promise you, you are going to grow. Number three, you can start investing in syndications. So this allows you to invest a small amount of money and at the same time, familiarize yourself with the paperwork, with the terminology, with how companies evaluate deals and how they pitch deals. Just know that for some syndications, you have to be an accredited investor, but not all. And being an accredited investor means that you have to have had a salary of $200,000 for the last two years, or $300,000 if you are married, or your net worth must be over a million dollars and that is not counting your primary residence. But as I mentioned, not all syndications are only for accredited investors. There are quite a few out there that allow people with less income to participate. Number four, if you know someone that is a successful commercial real estate investor, you can have them be your mentor. Just make sure that you add value to their lives because obviously they are busy and if you don't know them that well, you really just need to be able to add value to them. So you can add value in all kinds of ways. A good example is bringing them deals based on their requirements or whatever it takes. And note that here, make sure that you follow up. If you reach out to people that you're so excited to, to talk to and they are okay being your mentor, make sure that you follow up with what you said you were going to do. I cannot tell you how many people reach out to me asking for help. We have one call, I give them some homework and they never follow up. So you definitely have an upper hand just by following up and doing your job. Number five, 
build relationships with commercial agents in your area. So start joining their mailing lists, start asking for OMs, offering memorandums. This way they will start to see your name come up here and there, and you will start to analyze a deal and you will start to learn who may be a good broker to work with. For instance, after I joined a few self-storage brokers newsletters, I now know who has reasonable deals and who is always pitching overpriced properties. I don't even open the, the overpriced broker's emails anymore. So it's a great way for you to really get used to who is who in your market. Number six, this one is fun. <laughs> Start playing the cash flow game by Robert Kiyosaki. It's a very good game for you to start understanding how real estate investing works and how you can grow your net worth. It's also a very good game for you to start brainstorming ways to come up with deals and deal strategy. So if you buy the game, invite your fellow real estate friends to play with you, or Robert Kiyosaki is so generous to actually allow you to play for free on their website. And I'm going to put the link for you to either buy or join his website and play over there for free if, you, if you'd like. Now, let's move on to building your network. As we all know, nobody gets anywhere alone. Everyone that is successful today has gotten to where they are with the help of many, many people. So your network is a top priority. Here's how you can grow your network in the real estate world. Number one, join meetups in your area and start going to their events. A lot of them are doing online events during these times and that is perfectly fine. Number two, you want to go to as many real estate events and conferences as you can, especially in the beginning because you want to meet as many people as possible. Make sure that you make a note on their business card of what do they focus on. You should also take notes on whatever you guys talked about, if they have any hobbies, if they have children, grandchildren, whatever it is, make notes. And then when you get home, you transfer all of these contacts to a spreadsheet or a contact management app. You send every single person an email saying that it was great meeting them. You add them on LinkedIn and wherever else you want to add them. Number three, make a name for yourself. You want to start to be active in any platform like LinkedIn, Bigger Pockets, or Facebook groups. And if you choose LinkedIn or Facebook groups, you join real estate groups, obviously, and you start meeting people, talking to people, participating in conversations, but just pick one because you can easily get distracted and you can end up not making a name for yourself in any of them if you're all over the map. So pick one and spend a few minutes every day on that platform, commenting, checking out the real estate groups, liking people's posts, 
adding people to your network and so on and so forth. Number four, here is what is the most important thing for you to do. Check in with all of these people every few months. You can check in with them via email, via LinkedIn, via Facebook Messenger. You can check in with them via phone call. Really awesome to call people and see how they're doing. I literally created two partnerships just by checking in with people (laughs) here and there. And so you're going to build your relationships this way. People are going to start getting to know you. Be curious. What are they doing? What are they learning? What they have done? So now let's move into the final part of this episode. How do you purchase that property if you don't have any money? So after you find a good property and you have already build your name and your reputation and people know that you are building your network and learning, you can borrow money from friends or family. You can have them invest in your deal. Another option is to, from this network that you just created, you can partner up with someone. If you have a property under contract, you can always give anybody that you know that you like from your newly built network, you can give them a significant percentage of the deal just so you can have the deal under your name and you can show what you have done. I know people that have done that in their careers. They literally gave 99% of the deal to the person who brought in all the money for their very first investment because they they had nothing to show. They had no money and they had no experience, but they had a really good property under contract and they had the drive to make that deal happen and the business plan. And after that, it was so much easier for them to get money for their second, third, fourth, fifth deal. And now this person is really successful. I hope that all of these tips were helpful to you Every single bullet point that I talked about is going to be on our blog post, which is under show notes, where it says you can read this entire episode here in case you just want to have a paper copy of it. I hope this was useful to you. I would love to hear from you guys what kind of topics you would like covered in this podcast. And if you are learning and enjoying this podcast, make sure to leave us a review and I will see you next time.